Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 460. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Seriously, though, uh, your support of my new book, That's Bold of You, has meant so much to me. So thank you for that real quick. And as a reminder, it's available now in paperback, ebook, and audiobook on Amazon uh, if you'd like to pick it up. And, you know, the focus of that book is to be bold, to let go of self-judgment, and to actually do the things you judge yourself for because for some reason you think other people judge you for them. And I've made that my goal this year, to be as bold as humanly possible in all facets of life, emotionally, you know, professionally, everything. But I was thinking about what else I am prioritizing this year. And as funny as it might sound, this year I am prioritizing getting lucky. Getting lucky. That is my focus this year. Putting myself in a position to get lucky in all aspects of my life, to receive what good luck gets you, what a streak of good luck gets you in life, opportunities, random opportunities, randomness, success, meeting the right person at the exact right moment, being noticed by the right person, whatever it may be, good luck. This year, I am after getting lucky. And I think luck is one of those subjects, right, that can be so aggravating in life because historically, I wouldn't consider myself to be a lucky person. You know how some people just seem to be lucky, right? Maybe you know someone like that, like they're the kind of person who always seems to be the one to win a prize or hit all green lights or get that last parking spot or, you know, get noticed by that person or just literally be the 
lucky, right person, right time kind of person. And I've never felt that I'm that person in life. Um, you know, if anything, I've kind of felt uh, cynically that I'm like the bad luck person. I'm the Murphy's Law person that if something can go wrong, it will go wrong to me. And, you know, obviously I'm probably projecting some impatience and some cynicism there. But historically, I've never felt that I'm a lucky person. And if you're like me, you might feel the same. I feel like a lot of us feel this kind of way. Like, I never get lucky. It's always someone else's turn. It's never my turn, blah, blah, blah. But over the past year, over the past years, really, I realized how much of luck is actually under our control and that we can literally put ourselves in a position to get lucky. And that's that's getting lucky in so many senses, certainly professionally, but also with everything, like the things you want out of life and your dating life and your creativity and your fulfillment and, and everything. I really do believe after years, uh, decades, uh, a lifetime really of feeling that I'm an unlucky person, that luck is something we can control in a sense, which again is kind of the antithesis of how we define luck. We tend to think luck is something that we, by definition, cannot control. It's random. Some people get it and some people don't. But I don't think that's the case anymore. And I just want to make a couple of quick points here, talk about a couple minutes about, about this topic with some anecdotes from research about the topic of luck to get you and to get me to the point of saying this year we're getting lucky. This year is going to be the luckiest year of my life. I am the luckiest person alive. That is the goal with this episode. So with that being said, I recently read a book by a neurologist. His name is Dr. James Austin. The book is called Chase, Chance, and Creativity, The Lucky Art of Novelty. And it's not really the kind of book I would normally read. It's a bit technical and honestly not something that I am normally attracted to. It's basically an overview of the role of chance, of luck, in the creative process. And Dr. Austin gives his firsthand accounts of how luck and chance impacted his biomedical research. And he also talks about other scientists who got, quote, lucky in the scientific process, like the example of the discovery of penicillin, for instance. It was by chance. And what's really interesting about the book is the conclusion he comes to that there are several different kinds of luck in life. And several of them are actually completely under our control, according to his kind of thinking here. And he basically spends the book outlining the four kinds of luck. There's four, according to him, three of which are completely under our control, one of which is not. And I read this and I just want to recap it here to provide some context and maybe give us some uh, inspiration about thinking about luck. So I'm going to quickly review the three types of luck here and then talk about us specifically, how we can become the luckiest people uh, in the world. So the four kinds of luck. The first is the luck that we're very familiar with. It's the luck that personally I have I've always felt has eluded me. And that's blind luck. It's random luck. It's passive luck. It's truly random. It's completely accidental. It's a roll of the dice type luck. And you know, the uh, the understanding of this type of luck is that really you can't control it. No amount of effort on our part can increase our odds of finding luck or becoming a lucky person. So let's move past type one. There's really no point in uh, considering that. Type two luck, though, is what Austin, Dr. Austin, refers to as luck that comes from motion, in that he says that luck favors people in motion. And it's also referred to as the Kettering principle. And it says that luck favors people who are literally moving physically, emotionally, creatively, professionally. 
people who are moving with new ideas, a willingness to try new things, to talk to new people. It says that people who are in motion are more likely then to bump into other people who are also in motion and then be introduced to those people and their ideas. And maybe some magic can happen there. The collision between people in motion is what brings luck your way. So that's what he calls it, luck from motion. You increase your luck by just moving, by trying new things, by stirring the pot, by trying again. Action, stubbornness, relentlessness, luck from motion. That's type two luck. Type three luck is what Dr. Austin refers to as luck that comes from a sense of awareness and is also referred to as the pastor principle. Luck favors the prepared mind. Luck favors people who have an understanding of what they're pursuing of what they know. Luck favors people with past and prior knowledge and experience. Personally, I really like this type of luck because it kind of reflects how I think about mindfulness. I always talk about mindfulness as representative of what we know, how to tap into our memories to create compassionate conclusions. And this type of luck speaks to the idea that experiences in life are what give us an understanding of the world and understanding attracts luck. Experiences, good or bad, are what gives us our source of standards or boundaries. And once we have those, we are better at spotting what's good or bad for us, and we can pursue or divert accordingly. Duh, right? But it's a new way to kind of think about luck here. Being able to think ahead, to see a pattern, because we know better now, because we have past experiences, our ability to be intuitive, our ability to form new associations, that is the key to becoming lucky. It's the ability to form new associations. For instance, I have learned X through past experiences. Now in the present, when I spot Y, oh, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I should follow that thing, right? That kind of thought process leads to luck because we're able to form that association in our head. And the example he gives is that of Louis Pasteur. Good old Louis. You might remember his name from science class. He was the guy who discovered pasteurization big flex there. (laughs) But that only happened uh, in that world as a result of luck. His past scientific research working in his lab, trying over and over again, it gave him such a breadth of perspective that one random day in the present when he was tinkering, he had an outcome happen and he said, hmm, this kind of reminds me of something that I did previously. Maybe this is good. Instead of bad, maybe this is good. He looked at his past, he looked at his present, he connected the dots, he formed an association, and he followed it. And voila, discovery, luck that came from awareness, luck that came from perspective. That's luck type three. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time, I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with 
BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. And then luck type four. Uh, This is very in line with that's bold of you. I promise I'm not just pumping my book here, but uh, it's funny how these things are all related. Luck type four. This type of luck favors individualized people. Luck favors unique people. Luck favors bold people. (laughs) I'll just add that there. Luck that favors uniqueness. That's luck part four. Luck that favors uniqueness. What makes you, you, your unique attributes attract luck that is meant for you. And this is a type of luck that comes to you, according to Dr. Austin, because of your uniqueness. It's also referred to sometimes as the the Disraeli principle. Luck favors the individual. Distinctive passions, distinctive hobbies or resumes or appearances or character traits, when you lean into them, they attract luck. They attract luck your way. And this type of luck, by his definition, it comes to you. It's not something you seek out necessarily. It just you attract it through being yourself through what the Disraeli principle calls quirks of fate, quirks of fate that are highly unique and they're just you. It's just you being you. You know, luck four comes to the weird people, to the weirdos, the people who are zigging when everyone else is zagging, the people who are all in on something that makes them them. And it allows them to see the world in a certain way and interact with it in a certain way that brings luck about. So that's just a quick overview. I thought it was really, really interesting. I've never thought about luck this way. Again, to my point, I was always kind of like, oh, I guess I'm not lucky. I never get lucky. Luck is this thing that is just floating about. But it's pretty cool, right? It's kind of a cool observation. One type of luck is completely out of our control. And we're done saying we're not lucky because of that. But now with some perspective, maybe we can be open to seeing that there's other luck in life that we can literally create or attract practically in the most practical way possible. That's luck that comes from being in motion, from doing, from trying, from being curious, from being willing to try new things. That simple. That's luck that comes from having tried, right? Double bonus here from trying and having tried having perspective that comes from effort, being introspective of what we've experienced in the past so that we can form better associations and be more intuitive in the future. That's a great source of luck. And then finally, luck that comes from being unique, leaning into our most distinctive interests, styles, what we wear, what we say, our hobbies, the things we practice. And 
I don't know about you, but type two, three, and four, they really kind of fire me up because we can control those things. I've made it my mission in life to let go of the things I cannot control and lean into the things I can. And man, what a great topic here, (laughs) right? We've flipped the idea of luck on its head. Maybe it is something we can exert some influence over. We can lean into these things and you know, I don't want to be delusional and say, okay, great. Now we can snap our fingers and get lucky and win the lottery. But it does fire me up to realize the benefit of some of the things that we probably have taken for granted. That's our ability to try. That's our ability to try again. That's our ability to try new things. That's our ability to act even if we think no one is looking. That's our ability to look the difficult things we've been through in life, look them in the eye and make sense of them so that we can use them to make better decisions and to most importantly, spot new associations, spot patterns in the future. That's our ability finally to see our quirks, what makes us us, the way that we think, the way that we see the world, to see those things as superpowers instead of, you know, character flaws. And personally, ever since starting this podcast, which has been almost five years, uh, ever since doing that, ever since leaving my job, ever since, you know, going all in on being that guy from Instagram who's, who shares his feelings for a living, I've become lucky in a sense. Like I really have. Like even the other day, for instance, anecdote here, I was sitting here having released my new book and I was sitting here fired up. I was like, man, I want to sell more books. I want to hit my goal of being a top selling author. I want to do this. I want to do that. Hot off the press of setting my goals for the year. And so I just sat down and I just kept writing. I wrote some more quotes. I just hit publish. I put them up on social media. And <laughs> even though the Instagram algorithm right now is bananas and like, you know, it's kind of screws you over sometimes. I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I hit publish. At least I'm in the game, right? I'm doing my thing. I'm in motion. And you know what happened literally the next day? Someone from NBC reached out to me and said, Case, I see you published a new book. We'd love to have you on our morning show. So this Friday, I'm going back to Chicago uh, to be on NBC to have this conversation, right? Just by being in the game, just by moving. Another example here, I won't say exactly what our conversation is about, but the other day, someone that I've looked up to forever DM'd me out of the blue. DM'd me out of the blue. It was Gary V. Gary V. If you know Gary V, he DM'd me out of the blue. He had seen my stuff. He was supporting me in, in, a, in a very unique way. I was like, wow, I, I had no idea, of course. But I attribute that to being in the game, being in motion. And, you know, I have example after example of that, a lot of it professionally, but a lot, a lot of it also uh, romantically with relationships with my inner life as well. Luck has come to me from simply trying, even if I think no one's watching, even if I think no one cares, even if it's not giving me the immediate result the recognition I want, the money, you name it. And this luck, big or small luck, it's convinced me even more to lean into the things that now with some hindsight, I realize are making me lucky. My traits, who I am, what I'm good at, my willingness to try. And that completes a nice little cycle here. And it continues to bring me more luck. And on an inner level too, it has kind of supercharged my intuition. I can sense when alignment is there and when it's not, I can spot a pattern. I can form these new associations, you know, and it gives me the fuel, the impetus, the catalyst to chase, to pursue, or to back up. And that's brought some new incredible people and business relationships and just people into my life. And, you know, there's no denying from my perspective, given this, that luck is something that you can influence. You can fuel it by being in motion, by understanding and looking at your past experiences, and by being you, 
by being a weirdo, by being authentic, by being bold, by being real. And so I just want to do this episode to remind myself of that fact and to remind you that if you're feeling maybe stagnant right now in life, if you're feeling like it's Groundhog Day over and over again, just bad luck, bad luck, bad luck, everyone else is having their shot, I'm never getting lucky. If that's you, this week, this week specifically, can you lean into luck type two, three, and four? Can you be in motion this week? Can you act? Can you talk? Can you send some emails, some DMs, make some swipes, go on another first date, try something new, try something again? Can you get yourself in motion? And also, can you be empowered by your past motion? Can you look at your future and your present through the lens of what you do know instead of what you don't know or instead of what continues to elude you? Can you use that to fuel your intuition to spot new associations and patterns? And finally, In line with what I've been hot on lately, can you be bold? Can you drop your guard a bit? Can you push yourself to be a bit more real with your words, with your actions, with heck, even what you wear? Like you never know what might happen. Maybe a random conversation in the elevator can kick off because of your hat or your hair or your shoes. Who knows? Maybe a DM, someone reaches out to you because you posted something real on social media or created something that's unique to you. You never know. And while some things in life certainly are blind luck, of course, I think we owe it to ourselves to attract the luck we can by leaning into our ability to try, to lean in our past experiences, and of course, to be the most true, weird, unique, vibrant version of ourselves. So that's it. I'll end it right there. I hope this was helpful for you, gave you something to think about. If it was, I'd be so grateful if you'd head over to Amazon, pick up my new book, That's Bold of You. It means a lot to me. And I think it also is very helpful on this topic to help you go out and create more luck in your life. But that is it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu accreditation.